Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Welcome to the start of our official Sundance 2022. We are basic bitching with the Sundance crew and our favorite white man to do interviews with, John Wildman. <laughs> <laughs> our favorite and only, I guess. You're our only co-co-host. Hey, our yeah. <laughs> Box successfully checked off. Great. <laughs> favorite white man. <laughs> Not in general to do interviews with. Right. Right. Yeah. It'll, no offense, John. It'll, it, when you, <laughs> well, we're starting. Uh, we're starting our uh, Sundance coverage, and if you uh, once you get to the interview, hallelujah, this will make a lot more oh. sense. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, when we came into the Zoom call, we were talking about what year is it? And I, I was saying it doesn't really matter because it's just one continuous year. And now we've seen John, we've done Sundance twice with you virtually. How are you feeling about this, John? Because you were the only one that were supposed to go live to Sundance just a few weeks ago. Yeah, I was supposed to go and and I was all excited about uh, doing the in-person thing. And I, I, I actually wasn't alarmed because... I'm triple vaxxed and, and super, you know, conscious about masking up and doing things. I used to wear like the P100, like Darth Vader mask when I walked around until I found out that only protected me. It didn't protect people from me. And uh, so then I started wearing the other mask uh, instead. Um, so I was psyched to go. And what sucks for me is that I was going to go to the, um, the press and industry screenings in person because I had so much trouble seeing screenings online Sundance with their portal or whatever. And so um, I've not seen a single screening for Sundance through their portal. Uh, and, and I just you know, could not figure it out. And I'm sure plenty of people are doing it. It's just me. I'm just going <laughs> to do it. Um, but fortunately, like we're already, we're up to um, uh, 10 or 11 interviews, um, which means I've seen about a dozen films already. Um, without doing that. So fortunately, I've had my, you know, I've had a solid Sundance um, with the films that and the filmmakers we've talked to. Uh, but it hasn't been thanks to that, uh, that fucking portal situation with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as it was last year, but it's still it's not the easiest. It's not the most user friendly, let's put it that way. But it was funny because John, so John was going to go off on his own into the Sundance wilderness and we were going to stay home and do it, you know, virtually. And then the day that we got the email from Sundance saying they were going to make it all virtual, we get an email from John and we're like, come home, John, we'll do, we'll do it via Zoom. Don't you worry. Yeah. Don't you worry. We're, we're good. And what was funny is that I was like trying to figure out like, oh, how am I going to do this? Because I'm also representing a film and we're going to be talking to them too. And so I was like, I've got to do my publicist hat thing in person, running around to, you know, do like, you know, go to the Getty Images photo shoot thing and to go do this stuff like, and do what we do online. So run back to my condo and, and do that. And I was like, going, uh, how am I going to do this? It's going to be crazy time. 
So it did become much easier for me. Unfortunately, it hasn't been that easy for Shar either. Every year, it's always something. And this year, for whatever reason, I guess, and you know, I, I'm trying to understand the, um, you know, the quick pivot of we're in person, you know, we're hybrid, and then now we're just completely online. And in that in that time frame, I'm like, um, I still haven't got credentials. Help me out. What like I want to be able to go online and you know experience because I you know. I'm not on a, I guess I'm not on a pressure cooker like you guys to watch something on a time frame, you know, mm-hmm. like right before a film, uh, right before an interview. So I'm like, you know, at home at three o'clock in the morning wanting to watch a film and I can't do that this year because I'm only uh, like, because uh, my press pass is only limited to X amount of shorts and, and what have you. But what's nice is, and the beauty of it is, is we always have great publicists that provide links for us. So I'm able to mm-hmm. watch you know, 80, 90, like, you know, like John, he, I, I'm barely logged into the portal. Everything that I've seen Sundance wise is, uh, you know, through our screener links through the things that we've been able to see. So, you know. Well, and, and listen, and the reality, the, the, the real talk reality of this is that we speak to documentary filmmakers. We speak to world cinema filmmakers. We talk to shorts filmmakers. Um, rarely are we talking to movie stars and movie star movies and people like that. And so if you're a publicist, we cover the films that are hard as hell to get people to cover. Any monkey can do a fucking interview or coverage of a movie star, like, you know, the Aubrey Plaza movie or, you know, or whatever, you know, um, but it's not that easy. I can tell you from experience to get um, a lot of journalists to do interviews or to review films that don't have those movie stars, that don't have the zeitgeist, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of subject, you know, documentary subjects or what have you. Um, and so you would think that they would glom onto us in a serious fucking way, and yet they don't, because they go for, you know, they're 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 you know they're they're star stars in their eyes just like anybody else on on that stuff. So I hope they're fucking listening. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing is like we, you know, how many, I think we make this argument every year since, you know, in the, over the last four years. It's like our first, in person, we cover 20 to 60 films, you know? Yeah. Like the first year, I think we did like 20 or 30 films. The second year, we did like 60 interviews. 60. Yes. And then, you know, last year, <sighs> And it's, it's virtual form. We did about a dozen this year. We're inching towards, we're probably going to do about 15 to 20, you know, yeah. it's like, how many outlets can you say do that? And then, you know, when you, I guess that's the, the most frustrating thing is like, you know, what your value, we know what our value is that we provide for Sundance, but it's like, you still have trouble trying to get like, yeah, the, the, the simple, you know, online full press pass. <laughs> right. And, and it goes for some of the publicists too. You know, we know we have some amazing publicists that immediately like their first call is to us, you know, or second mm-hmm. or third call because they're like going, well, you know, we want to plug in our folks on, on you. And then there are publicists that um, would like uh, walk across the street and, and walk on the other side of the street if they saw us coming, um, <laughs> you know, uh, because they're like going, but what, what, you know, what about EW? What about CNN? What about this? And, and you go, all right all right, dickhead, then fine. Then, <laughs> then, you know, then, then your movie doesn't get, because, and the other thing is, 
is the quality of our interviews. And of course, everybody's yep. interviews are great, but genuinely, we come through three very different perspectives and, and we crunch that in to about a 15 minute interview. And, you know, and, and so it's not all, you know, fawning, uh, you know, celebrity gossip bullshit. And it's also not all, um, you know, crazy technical wonkish stuff. It's, you know, it, 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 it really spans, you know, quite, uh, you know, an, an avenue. And we never, have, we never have a filmmaker leave here without them like totally being psyched over the conversation they've just had about the film. I agree. And Ange and I were surprised back to our, I think it was our first Sundance. And I don't remember who it was, the filmmakers or whatever. And they're like, you watched our movie? We're like, we watch all the fucking movies. Yeah, I remember <laughs> being asked that or commented on at the end, like, what, then what are these other fuckers doing? Yeah, what, is, what are people and, doing? <laughs> and asking every film the same five questions. I don't, I didn't understand that. That was new to, that was new to us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I turned down, I turned down a, a publicist in the film. And because they wouldn't send the screening link, I said, well, then you don't talk to us because we have to watch the movie. Um, yeah, because we're not we're not doing interviews off of uh, press notes, press notes. You oh, know, right. You know, and I'm a publicist, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I want to control every single thing, um, <laughs> you know, you know, just like every publicist. And yet I also am a filmmaker and I also know that. I want people that can talk to me intelligently about my film. I want people that are going that, that can dig into it. And, and we, you know, the three of us have had the, the, these, these wonderful moments where we have picked out some specific details. We've done, we've, we've dug into some, some, some deep little references and you can tell every time we do that, there's a little, there's a little glint we see in the filmmaker's eye, which is like, oh shit. You know, they, they didn't just watch five minutes. They didn't just watch the trailer. They really did watch the whole movie and, and, and wrote down some stuff. Yeah. Go ahead, Ange. Yeah. And also on the just on the topic of the three of us interviewing together, it, it could potentially be really difficult, but it's just nice that we flow so well because we were essentially an arranged marriage. <laughs> I, we, we did not know this was a real crapshoot, you know? Yeah, it's this but white guy who's going to be a bitch talk. Yeah, it surprises me Ow. that it just it just flows well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talk about this every year, but if but if you're new to the program, um, our very first Sundance, uh, we showed up to I think it was Slamdance headquarters where we do our interviews, and uh, John was sitting in the hallway, and that's <laughs> the first time we met John, and we we're like, oh, so we're doing forty interviews with you over the next five days. <laughs> nice to meet. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, nice to meet you. See you in the morning. And that was yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because like, you know, I get those like memory, uh, uh, memories pictures on, on Facebook and everything. And I've been getting like a lot because they're all damn to the date. Yeah, so I've been getting like a lot of memories from like literally like the very first interviews that I started doing like 2015, I think was like the first year. Wow. Um, that I did, right? It was 2015 or 2014. And, and it was funny, like, you know, when I first started, it was like, um, it was, it was, uh, you know, the, the, the amazing Irene show asked me to, to come in because I'd been a guest in years prior. I'd been a guest on, on the show talking about my perspective as a journalist. And then she asked me to come in and it was me and like four other 
cool ass people, um, you know, and, and they're friend, friends of mine and they're also like industry uh, people. And literally within one show, it was then me. It was like, wait a minute, there, there were four other guys. And it's like, you know, and then and like literally the next day, it was like I was the only one who showed up. It was like almost, it was almost that stark. Cause you're and, a sucker, John. It's a lot of fucking work. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everyone else is like, I'm out. Yeah. Exactly. And so then the next year was somebody else. And then the, then the next year, you know, you, you guys came on. And so I was like going, okay, here we go. It's a new band. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna try out this one's gonna be a drummer, this one's gonna be a bass player, who's gonna do what? Um and this has been such a fantastic combination. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, just, I just love the two of you and, and, I, and I love what we do. You can't get rid of us. <laughs> That's actually what's happening. <laughs> well, and for those of you that haven't heard previous years, we also, Aaron and I don't like doing the intros and John's very good at them. So, so when we found out- It's not that really you- like our strongest- Thing. Well, it really adds a lot more pressure, especially so when, much there, pressure. when there's names that are harder to pronounce. Or, or if it's just Ron Howard and you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, and yeah. if there's more than one guest, there's just a lot, yes. you have to get their jobs, their titles right also. And it's just, it's a lot of added pressure for some reason. I think we right. just in our heads, but John's really good at it. So when we found out you weren't going to Sundance, we're like, yes, John's going to do our intros. <laughs> Zero pressure, zero <laughs> pressure. So John, you also put together, what, did you say there's 18 festivals this year that you're doing in 2022? Yes, yes, yeah. And, and because of Sundance's, and I mean, I don't know if you were sitting there like thinking, okay, well, they're talking about Omicron, like in December, talking about Omicron, and then there's the holidays, and then there's Sundance. Were you sitting there like, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And are you now like for every one of your festivals, do you have a quick way to pivot? Kind, I don't want to say quick, but do you have a way to pivot like Sundance did? Um, well, each, each of my festivals, um, you know, were like hybrid um, last year, um, but they all had an in-person element. Mm. Um, and there's also, frankly, uh, you know, on the regional film festivals, even like the larger ones, it's still a much different animal from doing a market festival. And so therefore policing people is, um, there's a lot simpler, there's a much simpler process. And, um, you know, in terms of requiring vaccination cards, in, in terms of requiring uh, negative testing over a 48 hour bubble, um, require, requiring people to, um, to show that evidence that they've, you know, had the negative test and they've, and they've been vaccinated uh, than to have like, you know, like the rock concert wristbands in order <laughs> to get into something and what have you. And even last year, as we were trying to figure out how to do that, I was oftentimes like the bad cop yeah. of the bad cop, good cop thing, like going, well, listen, I don't, you know, whatever you're doing as far as the festival as a whole, in my territory, on my red carpet or my press junkets, we do shit this way. And if you say six feet, I say eight to 10 feet. If you say wear a mask, I say wear two masks. And then, you know, and then when you finish doing the press, I say hand sanitizer to cleanse yourself from the dirtiness of doing press. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, and, and, but we've now had, as you guys are saying, you've had like a year, year and a half of this now. So no one can use that excuse of going, wait a minute, I can't come in because of this. You know, it's like, listen, You've had a long time to figure out how the rules and regulations work. And yeah, 
you cannot fucking come in this building unless you have your shit together in terms of, you know, proof of vaccination and, and, and what have you. Um, and so I fully expect that all of my festivals going forward will be in person. Mm. You know, however, if that did happen, they did already have a virtual element. So they would become a total virtual rather than a hybrid uh, type nature. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you being the bad guy. I heard one of our local festivals recently, just the nightmare kind of logistics of, and we're in California, we're in Northern California and in the Bay area, but also having the hard time of telling people, no, you can't come in and getting into fights with volunteers. So I don't envy that position at all. So good for you, John. Well, you know, and here's the thing, you know, and, and I tell, uh, that, that's why, you know, the best film festivals, they do that proof of vaccination, and everything away from the front door. Hmm. Because you, because, you know, we talk about all the time that you cannot guarantee everybody's going to be cool about it. Everybody's going to be, you know, you know, you are, you know, occasionally you're going to get an asshole who's going to go, I want to make a point of this. And you go, well, then you're going to get body slammed, motherfucker, because <laughs> that, ain't, that, that, ain't how, that ain't how we're playing it. But you're not going to do it at the front door because it's to volunteer at a film festival. It is such a valuable resource for the mm -hmm. film. It is so key. And so therefore, you don't want you want you don't want them to be stressed any more than they need to be. And so therefore, you go, you know something we so appreciate you standing by this front door for four to five hours on your shift. We do not want you to be accosted by some dumbass anti-vaxxer dude. Um, so therefore, that's going to be done, uh, you know, um, uh, several feet away from you, you know, and someone else is going to deal with that. And someone who's hopefully standing next to, a, you know, a big burly dude, um, <laughs> you know, who, you know who, who can enforce that. But I have to say, even last year, as we were figuring out, I had one time at one of the Southern film festivals walking to a red carpet where like a, a pickup truck roared by me and yelled at me to take my mask off. Um, and that was like the only time. The rest of the time, everybody was all, all very cool. Um, but then I also kind of carry myself like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm always wearing my, you know, my suit, my shirt and tie, and, you know, and, and I look like I can fire you. So, you know, so, <laughs> so, so, so therefore, you know, I'm, you know, usually people are listening to what I had to say. <laughs> That's what I well, okay. So we have a lot of really, of really fun conversations coming up. Um, one of our guests asked John to be their white <laughs> father. We'll leave that one. Yes. You're just going to have to listen. Uh, what else? I don't know. We had, we've already done like 11. It's we, we, crazy. We've, we've, done a, we've done a film that's already been picked up um, by a national geographic for a big release. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. we, so we've done that. We've got a, 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 a batshit crazy French movie. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I still need the cliff notes on that one. I just, uh, so, that's, that's this year's pleasure, everybody. No, pleasure will never, there's never it's different, but it, pleasure it's, it's, ever. No, it's like that other Canadian film. That but I feel like, not in the sense that it's the movie that we're going to, but we keep, for whatever reason, it's the one that we keep bringing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably the most memorable i guess out of them all but there'll john you watched pleasure there'll never be another 
to me, there's never another pleasure. <laughs> I still can't unsee that there's movie. No more, there's no more pleasure I, in your I'm life. still scarred. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how often we talk about that film. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, John, you don't even know. We we actually have a, uh, a oh, benchmark wow. now at the end of every uh, oh, show. We can do it at the end of this one. Yeah, uh, we call it our moment of pleasure. Because for months <laughs> after... For months and months after that interview and after Sundance last year, we always talk about pleasure for whatever reason. It's like, oh, pleasure. And so then we were like, we should <sighs> bring up a moment of pleasure. So we always, and we will, if we remember, we try to end every show with, you know, what brings us joy. Well, and that was also like, we can't always be fucking Debbie Downers on every basic bitch because the world's falling apart. We need to like think <laughs> of the good stuff, but also we talk about pleasure all the time. Anyways, um, yes, batshit crazy French film. Yes. Uh, and uh, I mean, <clears throat> so many very, very cool uh, documentaries and also the uh, the very first um, uh, all Hawaiian production to Ooh, be yep. uh, mm. uh, uh, make it into Sundance. So. Um, so, yeah, we you know, it, it, again, it's a it's a great variety. We've got more uh, more stuff to re record. Um, so, yeah, it's you know, it, again, it's been a wonderful combination of films. Uh, you know, I've not I've not had any problem coming up with questions um at all for any of these um and uh and i will say this also and because we talked about this briefly um that the one thing that's been different about the fact since i'm at home doing this versus in person at sundance is that um i've been getting a lot of life cycle time in while i'm watching the movie <laughs> so uh you know, so, so, you know, so I've been, uh, I've been, you know, multitasking and, uh, I, I, I may come out of this Sundance in the best physical condition in my entire life. <laughs> well, someone has to. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you're losing the weight. Ange. You're losing the weight and I'm finding it. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> no, we're so happy you're, you're on with us again, John. We were a little worried when it was going to be a person. So. Glad, glad you're back on the ship. Well, see, I mean, again, like I said, the, the, the dynamic, um, you know, it, it, is, it is a very rare thing to be able to find, um, you know, uh, folks to do interviews like this with, because there are obvious directions we can go to with questions and hope, and you always hope that they're going to be non-obvious directions. Um, although I, I, I sometimes hear myself and I laugh going, I bet Angela and Aaron could do the John Wildman impression uh, doing <laughs> interviews because there are like four or five uh, questions that recycle oftentimes through, <laughs> through the interviews and, and, and it would crack me up and you're going, well, John's not here. So let's ask this question of the documentarian because he always asks this question. <laughs> but you give, a, you give a little preface to the question though. That's right. Very always. Yeah. Yes. You're always. like, well, my wife and I are environmentalists. So we... <laughs> we also enjoy this so on that note how do you you know yeah you have a little backstory which makes it more personal <laughs> well and, you know, i also i look at this and i i don't know if it, I mean, i'm sure the two of you to do this as well when you're the guest on a show like this and this and oftentimes i used to go on radio shows with with uh, a filmmaker clients of mine and i would go on the show with them so i could basically lead in the softball uh, uh, you know, for them, for the question, because as a filmmaker, oftentimes, the, you know, the first question you get is, um, well, you know, you know, you know, um, 
tell us about the budget of your movie or tell us about this, about your movie. And it's like these, these like, or, you know, or just tell us, you know, about your movie. And even then I try to lead in in a different way. Um, so it's not like putting them on the spot in terms of, you know, you know, give us your, your perfect elevator pitch situation. And, you know, and also, you know, you want to be, you know, you want to communicate to the audience if we like the movie, which often, you know, I don't think, you know, rarely, I don't think that, that we've been indifferent on a film uh, that, that, that we've talked to. Um, and if we have, then the other, you know, other, you know, the other ones of us would then jump in and, uh, you know, and go gangbusters with it. But as a filmmaker to have your interviewer say, I loved this about your movie, but tell me about this. And, and that's a whole big different thing than having an antiseptic, okay, here's my movie, this is what it was about, this are the people in it, and you know, and, and this, or this was the inspiration for it, this is why, you know, this is why I wrote the script, and you go, ah, Jesus, again with that interview, again with that question? So I'm, I'm always very conscious of that, um, having been on the other side on the interview mm -hmm. equation, and I, I've got to thank you too, Howard, too. Well, see, that's where it helps to not have been a journalist or a film critic prior to doing these interviews. With Bitch Talk, it's all about us. I don't care about that shit. <laughs> I'll be like, this is what I like, so I want to talk about this. It's very selfish, right? It's like, yeah, I would say that. <laughs> that's how I feel. We, we like to do what we like to do. Well, yeah, that's, just, that's what I love. Like, you know, Aaron comes in like going, so this guy that did voiceover, I know that he did this and this and this. So tell me about that guy. Or, you know, or, you know, or, 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 you know, or Angela goes, so I noticed this song that was playing in here. And I love that song from the, from this and this. So talk about that. And, and again, if you're the filmmaker, you're going, fuck, this is awesome. Yes. I totally <laughs> want to talk about that dude. Or I totally, or I love that song. I totally want to talk about that. It means the world to the filmmaker. And it makes a very, very different interview than what anybody else is doing. Then all those Cheers. big, big assholes anyways <laughs> on the note on the topic of assholes let's talk yes. about our moment of pleasure yes <laughs> thank you for what the segue someone else go first moment of pleasure well i'm going to talk about this uh, in greater detail but it's just the only thing on the top of my mind so john you don't know this but uh the documentary that we covered sirens you weren't there for because someone slept in. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we did this interview with the director of Sirens, Rita Baghdadi, and she at the end of it in invited me to their premiere party, which was uh, yesterday in L.A. And so I went to that. I had the best time and uh, got to hear the band and meet the band. And um, yeah, it, it was just I wasn't expecting for Sundance to uh, lead to something like that. So it was just a pleasant surprise. And I really I had so much fun. So that's mine. Hmm. I'll, I'll go. I think just doing Sundance again is a moment of pleasure for for me. It's fun. I'm so glad we're we're in it. This is our fourth year, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and I feel like now we're getting into the rhythm finally. And even if it's from home, like there's a rhythm to Sundance. I don't know how we're going to do it in person whenever that comes back, but we'll figure that out. But we, we didn't even talk about that. You're right. That we had six interviews in one day. And at the and end we're of it, exhausted. I was like, I'm I need <laughs> oh, we, I'm still tired. My body's sore from sitting here. I don't know. Yeah. John, at, at the end of our six interview day, I was like, how the fuck did we do 20 in one day? I don't get it. 
I don't either. And red carpets and, you know, like just parties or, but I'm just glad we're here. That's all with John. (laughs) I, I like, you know, again, I, I love the specific moments with the filmmakers where I feel like if I were in their shoes, I would have like a giddy moment of, you know, of, of what we've told them in terms of our response to the films, uh, to, to their film. Because, you know, each one of these people, like uh, uh, the last one we just talked about, uh, we, we, the last interview we just did prior to, to starting this recording, they spent six years making that film. And, you know, at one time I represented um, uh, a film where the director spent 13 years and had two children in between the time she started and she finished the movie. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and so you go through all of this pain in the assery to make a film and to do it. And, you know, what oftentimes happens is then when you get to this point, well, you know, you're, you're thrilled to death that, you know, that you have a platform like, you know, that you made it into a Sundance or any festival, frankly, even on the regional circuit, you're thrilled to death that somebody other than your mom or dad or the person you're sleeping with <laughs> said it was a movie, right? Um, you know, and, 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 and you know, and, and gave it that stamp of approval. Um, but what is really awesome, again, is when you have situations like this and the three of us are talking about stuff and it might've been something that kept them up until 3 a.m. while they're in the editing process or even while they were scripting. And they said, I think this is genius. I hope it's not just me that thinks this is genius. Um, and then to have someone else like, you know, you know, aff- you know, reaffirm that and go, no, it's pretty fucking genius what you did there. Um, and we saw it, we saw it, we saw exactly what you did. And that to me is just the best thing in the world. And, you know, and, and you know, I mean, I'm trying to make my own movies. But in the meantime, I love being able to do that for other filmmakers. Um, you know, whether it's me as a publicist representing them film, their films, or whether it's even just what we are doing here within 15 minutes, being able to go, we saw it. We saw exactly what you did there. And it was super fucking great. I just want to piggyback off of the whole, just the experience that, yeah, we're doing Sundance again. Um, I love being the fly on the wall with this group here, you know, uh, I, you know, we, we say it every year and we, you know, we said it a little bit in this episode is that, um, you know, John's perspective you know, for the PR's perspective, you know, uh, knowing Ange and Aaron and, you know, just uh, like, and us doing this for four years and just having a blast. And the fact that, you know, we get to do this, you know, Sundance is kind of like the kickoff to the whole year. Cause we do try to, do, you know, we do festivals, since we started doing Sundance, it kind of kickstarted, you know, this thing that we never thought that we would be doing, which is, you know, you know, covering films and covering filmmakers and festivals. And, and, you know, now we cover, you know, a dozen film festivals a a year. And it's because of, you know, this group here and this team that's kind of, you know, collaborated together for the last four years. So uh, I'm thankful for that. Word. So those were our moments of pleasure and look forward to our Sundance interviews that are coming up in the next few weeks. We want to thank our co-co-host, Mr. John Wildman, and uh, thanks for coming along for the ride. We'll see you soon. That's awesome. Shut up, everyone.
If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.